0: Hi there it's Melanie White here for episode 7 of the Habitology podcast and today we're talking about the answer to any problem. Now I know that sounds kind of weird but stick with me. I'm going to show you how you can solve or answer any problem really quickly and simply. Let's dive in. I came up for this with this concept of being able to solve problems through my work as a coach. I've been coaching since 2010 and I've coached hundreds of people on all sorts of different challenges. You know, people that want to start businesses, people that want to lose weight, people that want to eat healthier, people that want to start exercising regularly and to be consistent with that. All sorts of different things, wanting to manage time, give up smoking. The common thread is that You know it's hard to create a new habit and I get that there there are goals and motivation and consistency that need to be thought of and we talk about those things in a coaching session but invariably what comes up what the real issue is is that people struggle to deal with problems and obstacles I guess you could say my role is that I'm a professional problem-solving facilitator and I say the word facilitator because I don't solve the problems I help the people that I work with solve their own problems. So it's a really interesting thing to see that problems are the thing that keep us stuck. Not all of us though. Have you ever noticed that there are those people who just seem to breeze through life and they take everything in their stride, they just get on with things, they problem solve and they move on. It's like nothing touches them, they're Teflon. And then for the rest of us, When we're confronted by a problem at five o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, we have a meltdown, we dive into the connoisseur ice cream, we feel hopeless, we feel like we can't do anything, there's something wrong with us, or it's a catastrophe, it's awful, it's the worst thing ever. We make up all sorts of scenarios in our minds. Depending on the day and depending on the situation, That's how a lot of us face problems and challenges in our lives. We respond automatically with a negative. And a key part of solving problems is to know that that's happening automatically and that generally we're wired to the negative. 70% of what we think is negative and 98% of what we think is automatic. So the secret to solving a problem is to learn how to rewire that response. So instead of going down that rabbit hole, we're able to sit back and from a factual perspective, solve the problem. The reason I'm mentioning the word factual is because our reactions to problems are often emotional. We get caught up in the feelings that the problem generates and that's the thing that causes us to feel helpless or hopeless or angry or to wanna to blame somebody or something else for, for what's happened. It's not so much the thing that's happened, it's our emotional reaction. And that's why we get stuck because emotions are powerful and they define a lot of what we think about so part of the solution to solving a problem is to step away from the emotion of it and to see things how they really are let me give you some examples imagine that it's a Thursday afternoon and you've had a tough day at work and your car breaks down and it's pouring with rain You're five kilometers from home, not far, but just far enough that it's a comfortable walk and it's pouring with rain and starting to get dark. How would you respond in that situation? You've had this tough day and here you are stuck in a car that's not moving. Would you sit back and relax, call the auto support people or a family member and listen to podcasts and wait until they come and pick you up? That could be one approach to that problem, one reaction. Or would you think, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to get some exercise. I'll just lock the car and jog home and then I'll get some help. Is that a possibility for you? Would you get out of the car and stamp around in the rain and kick the tires and say, oh, your damn car is so inconvenient. Such and such didn't service my car. I should have done this, they should have done that. Would you be looking for someone to blame before you get irritated and simmer down enough and then eventually call the car people or someone to help you? Or would you feel a bit frustrated, hopeless? Sit in the car and have a little cry, call someone for help and start lamenting all of the terrible things that have happened to you today. And it's just a general pattern of terrible, awful stuff that happens to you in your life. It's just another day that's typical for you You know, there are four very different reactions in that that case scenario. And I'd like to invite you to think about what your natural response might be. It could depend on the situation, on your mood, on the day, but let's face it, kicking ties, blaming other people or feeling helpless and and miserable aren't really helpful situations to be in. They're not actually going to solve the problem. And in fact, they're gonna get in the way of you being able to solve the problem because problem solving is a creative and a bit of a logical process. So how do you solve a problem? What do you need to do to get into that place? Well, the thing is that if you have a default position of going to the negative, you need to be able to catch yourself and quickly switch that around so that you can use this tool. And the tool is this, you ask yourself a question. What? How does asking yourself a question solve a problem? Or more specifically, I should say, it's a factual question. So here's the thing, I mentioned that problems and the reason we get caught up in them is because of our emotions. And what questions do is they trigger the logical parts of our brain. So in order to get into that logical part of your brain, in order to zoom out and get perspective on what's really going on, asking yourself a fact-based question is going to really help you to pull back and get a true picture of the situation so that you can problem solve it. So you know some people uh, use bits of paper and they write down how they're going to resolve the problem but you have to get into that state first and I kind of have coined this phrase which is turning catastrophizing into factualizing So if you're somebody that tends to respond to problems as if they are catastrophes and if you tend to go down that emotional rabbit hole, this is a technique that you can use. Ask yourself a factual question to help you figure out what to do next so that you can get out of that emotional state and solve any problem easily and quickly. And I'm going to just read out a few powerful questions that you could use. I've got a list here and I want to read them out so that you've got some examples of things you could ask yourself in the moment that you're feeling stuck and hopeless with something that's come up. What you would need to do to make these questions work, by the way, is you would need to observe yourself during the week and when a problem comes up you have to catch what's automatically coming up in your head, that self-talk, that statement that you're already saying to yourself so that you can then put the question in there exactly at that point. So here are some questions that could help you to pull back from the emotion and get into the fact-based problem-solving mode. What has worked for me in the past? Which of my strengths would help me to resolve this? If all the time, money or support I needed was available, what would I do? What's the main outcome I want to achieve? What are the facts here? What's really going on? What are the specifics of the situation? What have I learned so far about this? What else could possibly be true if not this? What's my opinion of how best to handle this? If one of my friends was going through this, what would I say to them? I love that question a lot because often it's easy to stand outside ourselves and consider the type of opinion or advice we would give someone else. Then we're really coming from truly a logical place because it's not attached to us. I love that question. What would you say to a friend who is going through this? You could ask yourself, what ideas do I have? This is going to help you to stimulate some options, the thoughts about some options. What resources or support do I need? What am I willing to commit to and by when? If I couldn't use that excuse anymore, what would I do differently? So there's a real honesty in that question. Putting the excuses aside, what would I do differently? If I had my time again, what would I do instead? What's this really about? What can I control in this situation? What can I do in this situation? And the words can there are important because often we talk about what we can't do, but that doesn't reveal anything about the solution. So we wanna figure out what we can do and what we can control. What are my options? What would be an extraordinary option? What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? What would I do if it was okay to fail? If it were up to me, what would happen? What is it about this situation that I need to accept before I can move on? What am I prepared to commit to? What am I prepared to let go of? What would I do in this situation if I had more information? What am I waiting for? what if I knew this wasn't true what do I get by not being able to decide about what to do what does that give me that's a really tricky one because often there's a benefit to being stuck that we can't see it means that we don't have to be uncomfortable we don't have to take responsibility so that's a very challenging question but you might feel like asking yourself what do I get by not being able to decide or make a decision and if someone paid me a million dollars to take a small step right now, what would I do? So that's a selection of questions that you could use to ask yourself in the face of a problem or challenge that might come up for you on any given day. Be it the broken down car, maybe someone yelled at you, maybe your workload feels too big, maybe your kids are driving you mad, maybe you've had a, a fight with your spouse about something. It could be anything that comes up. I'd invite you to ask a fact-based question to help you work out your next steps. And that's actually the other part of solving the problem. Once you get that question into your head, know that the the best place to start is the smallest step you can take. So the question needs to be about what you can do right now. I I liken this to the analogy of how to eat an elephant. It's one bite at a time, right? So if you want to solve a problem, the easiest way is to look at it from a factual perspective and find the smallest thing that you can do right away to help you solve it. That's it for this episode. I hope you found that useful. I would love to know which of those questions you like the best to help you solve problems. And I would like to know how you get on with your own problem solving using this technique. If you have any questions, get in touch on Melanie at MelanieJWhite.com. And if you think someone might benefit from listening to this, please feel free to share it. I'd love to help as many people as I can to solve problems quickly and effectively. All right, thanks for being here and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.